This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. I'm such a professional, you would never know that I just like ran my ass off to get in the seat. Seconds before that started. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live on a freaking Sunday. And once again, I like doing the show on a Sunday. Because there's going to be a lot of news on Monday. Well, it's already Monday for Warlord, so. going to be a hell of a lot of news come out tomorrow. All this shit we're going to talk about tonight, I would have had to cram into tomorrow's show. It is the Lord's Day. Hold on, hold on. Amen to that. Well, love to you in SoCal. Amen to Candace Owen saying that she is proud to not be vaccinated. We're going to see how that works out for a few people later on in this show. We have a right-wing radio host who was incredibly anti-vax has died. Because of course he did. Apparently, there is an emergency on the International Space Station and it is worse than they first thought. We have video of a cop ODing in San Diego. They blamed it on just touching some fentanyl. Apparently some experts are saying the cops are full of shit, so you know I'm all over a story like that. Mike Lindell trolled live on national TV. That should be fun. Rudy Giuliani is being investigated for a film that he was trying to make. Dealing with the Ukraine and Hunter Biden. We're going to talk about the infrastructure bill. The Senate is currently in session. They are debating the bill. They had enough votes to bring cloture and start debate on the actual bill. Yeah, yeah, experts are saying the cops are full of shit. I can't wait to watch this video. I haven't watched it yet. We'll get to the bottom of the story. By the end of the show, I'm going to show you a kleptomaniac cat. A kleptomaniac cat. And the different things this cat likes to steal. But first, we're going to talk about the totally preventable disaster that is going on right now in the country coming soon to a town near you if you're not already affected by it it's called climate change oh you thought i was going to say covid didn't you Breaking news out of California, where the Dixie wildfire is exploding in size today, now the second largest in state history. And it's burning an area larger than the entire area of New York City. NBC's Steve Patterson is in the devastated town of Green. Jesus Christ. Steve, I've been watching all the images you've been putting up on social media, and it is unbelievable that that was once a thriving little town there behind you. What are official... Gone! The whole town! Gone! Well, fire officials actually say they caught a break this weekend because of those red flag winds that put... Now, now we watched a little bit of the California uh, recall governor's debate on, what was it, Thursday? And just as soon as they brought up the issue of the wildfires, 
the right wingers had the fucking same old line. Oh, we need to rake the forests, which yes is part of it. But they they want to do anything they can for, to distract from the actual cause of climate change. No, Jenner was not. Jenner has backed out of the governor's race. She's like filming some kind of movie or some shit. She's not even in the country right now. The fire into town here actually died down before the weekend started. So what happened was in inv- the fire bowl. That's exactly what this is. Speaking of fire bowl. There was nothing to move it, so it just kind of settled. What that does is kind of seal the atmosphere in, making it cooler. Humidity rises, uh, temperatures drop, and then they can get a uh, handle on it because there's no wind, again, to move the fire to a new front. Uh, What's happening right now, though, as you can see, you can finally see behind me, and the destruction of this town is unlike anything I can really describe to you. Exactly. Thank you, Scrappy. This this inversion later is now starting to lift, so the worry is all of this smoke and will be pushed out. Out as it lifts up almost like a dome if you well it's just it's just they're making straw man arguments because the thing the action that needs to be taken is not the profitable action so they have to distract they need a red herring they can throw out to get people off the topic so we debate something else instead of talking about what actually needs to be done and the right wing is so good at that their rhetoric is excellent at that steam has to go somewhere well this is dangerous wildfire smoke so that's the worry want to walk you around town here again this is yeah air quality in california is horrible right now and it is coming across the country california gold rush but behind me here in my state this is what firefighters are in the gulf we have been getting haze from these wildfires and vegetation that is left over that could burn in an instant. That's what firefighters are worried about with uh, the fire moving, moving to another nearby town. Here's one that I spoke to just about the level of intensity that this uh, vegetation could burn at. Listen to this. If you dropped 100 matches in 100 different places, every single one of those would start a new fire. And that's how dry the conditions are. Are they wearing the mask for COVID or are they wearing the mask for smoke? Yes. The availability of fuels, and that's directly contributing to the large fire growth that we're seeing. And that index could make things way worse for towns. 14,000 homes. Exactly. Like, the right wing preys on idiots. They're following it all, Steve. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's, speaking of which, we need to talk about idiots. I got, I got sidetracked. Let me tell you about the guy just messaged me a few hours ago. On Thursday, when they let me back out of Facebook jail, I got to the trolling, and this guy didn't appreciate my trolling on a Alabama congressman's Facebook page, and he hopped into my DMs. Now, what happens when you hop into my DMs is you are giving me the ability to be able to make voice and video chats with you, and I keep weird hours, so if you hop into my DMs, I'm probably going to call you at 3 or 4 in the morning. Just saying. few days have passed now. Calling me all hours of the night is your way of saying thank you. Thank you, he says. Because what, what he's talking about is he told me that he was getting paid to troll me on Facebook. And that he would help me out. Now, he's just a complete idiot. Oh, you think I've got no respect? <laughs> Oh, now, come on, come on. First of all, like, 
I dare somebody to try to do it. I tell people you should turn off your notifications on your phone anyway. It, it is better for your mental health if you do not have notifications turned on on your phone. Nobody can call me in the middle of the night after I've been trolling all day. So this motherfucker wants to hop in my inbox. Motherfucker wants to hop in my inbox and talk shit about me. Had his brother come to my page and bitch at me. Just some rando on the internet that wanted to come at me. He tells me, dude, your show had more views in the last 10 thanks to me. Now, a lot of those, those last 10 probably did have four or five views because I wasn't actually on YouTube and I just re-uploaded the recordings of the show. Because I was I was banned on YouTube for medical misinformation one time for shit somebody posted in my chat. But like he tried he tried to make me feel now one of the things is I report anyone that says anything that would get me put in Facebook jail because if I can't call you a dumb fuck, I'm not gonna let you call me names. So I do indeed report anything that would get me put in Facebook jail. So I did indeed report him, and apparently he got a 30-day ban out of it. But that means I can't share pictures with my grandparents and friends of my son's first day of school, or a friend of mine's wife passing away, my best friend's mom being hospitalized, but most of all, you blocked me from running my business. (laughs) You should have read Facebook's Terms of Service, sir. There you go. Go out and socialize with your... Well, I wouldn't advise that during a pandemic here in a very uh, high transmission area. He, He tried to get us to work together. I tried to tell you that I could help you achieve your goals. You chose the hostile, foolish way. Sir, my goals are to prove that right wingers are fucking morons. That's my goal in life, and you are absolutely helping me achieve that goal, sir. Now, I invited a right-wing comedian to come on the show. He was going to come on tonight, but apparently he talked to his manager. Now, I'll put that in air quotes because I can't imagine that someone who has a much smaller following than me has a manager. But he talked to his manager, and his manager told him it wasn't a good idea. I'm trying to smooth him and still get him to come on because, like, I told him straight up. I'm like, dude, nothing but good can come of coming on my show. I've got a lot of hate followers that are right-wingers that you can pick up. Nothing but good can, can come from coming on here unless you just come on and you're a complete dumb fuck. Now, I told him I don't think he is a dumb fuck. I think. But it's the truth. Nothing bad can come of coming on the show and having a conversation with me unless you're just a complete dumb fuck and I make you look like like an idiot. Now, that's, that's entirely possible. And that probably is my goal, to be honest. Did Loch Ness trend on Twitter over there today? I, I, one, I've been banned from Twitter for three years now. I keep asking to get my Twitter back. Jack will not let me have my Twitter back. I don't know what was trending on Twitter. They asked for three three fifty. <laughs> oh, by the way, fucking one of my favorite comedians passed away, Trevor Moore. Still don't really know what happened. Found out last night the 
guy that wrote Whitest Kids You Know had several Comedy Central specials. Yeah, I fucking love Trevor Moore. Everything he ever did was brilliant. Fucking brilliant. He's got a a skit from uh, Whitest Kids called The Pledge or The Pledge of Elite, whatever it is. Fucking, I use that all the time when right-wingers want to talk about the Pledge of Allegiance. I post that fucking... Because it's like a, a minute-long clip. It's perfect. It's got the kids go, This is not a form of brainwashing! This is not a form of brainwashing! It spells it out perfectly. God bless GE. God bless Citigroup. But fuck, I miss... I'm going to miss Trevor Moore. I was really looking forward to watching his Comedy Central show. He had a few episodes out. Tones, welcome. All right, now to the other completely preventable disaster going on in the United States right now. The head of the notorious Wuhan lab warns more COVID-19 mutations are coming. Xi Zingli told Chinese state media that the virus will continue to mutate. The Delta variant was first discovered in India and now is the dominant strain of COVID-19. Scientists are also monitoring the Lambda variant, which is becoming prominent in South America. The head of the Wuhan Institute of Virology warned Thursday that the coronavirus will continue to mutate and urged people to continue to get vaccinated. Virologist Xi Zingli told the South China Morning Post that the world will need to prepare to coexist with the virus as it continues to mutate and spread across the globe. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like the way they wrote that in the in the headline. Well, I, I will give it to The Hill. They actually, on MediaBias.com, they are ranked as neutral, like at middle-of-the-road center. What they do with their headlines is very sensationalist, though incredibly especially when you go to like their youtube clips and shit because they do a good job of clipping like the big moments from congress and stuff but they're all like republican senator pones blah 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 mansion lays the smackdown i'm like it's so wild but i mean they're doing it to yes it's not neutral i agree (laughs) but ultimately they do it with everything though but they're doing it to be very sensationalist. I I think The Hill is one of the more credible news sites in terms of just aggregating news. I agree with you. One, 100%. I almost pointed that out while I was reading it. Because it, 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 it sat wrong with me when I read it. Because once again, I'm reading this shit cold. Like I just pick out the stories, blah, blah, blah. And I'm reading it for the first time with you guys on the air. Most shit. I do kind of look through some shit to make sure it's right. You'll see me faceplant sometimes. And I'm like, I, like, I thought this story said this, and it didn't. You're exactly right. Well, I mean, like... For those that don't know headlines aren't usually written by the author of the story. I don't know if that's the case with The Hill in a digital medium, but like at a local news site, at a local newspaper, the journalist doesn't write the headline. 
It's the editor or the publisher is putting that on there. So the story can have really good information in it and the headline be a shitty sensationalist rhetorical trick. Yes, publishers are usually scummy. Especially the ones that I've worked for. Especially... I worked for a newspaper in 2005. And the publisher of that newspaper was one of Keith Oberman's worst persons in the world one day on the news. Because he wrote an op-ed that didn't come right out and say it, but suggested that you should leave... uh, uh, Dishes of antifreeze out for unwanted neighbor uh, animals. And it was absolutely disgusting. He ended up having to resign because of so much national media outrage over it. The replacement was not much better. <laughs> but it like, there was so much shit he said that was horrible. But it was the thing about the puppies that got him fired. Or probably he didn't even get fired. He probably just had to, you know, resign and then got all his benefits. I think it's a female. The tidy one, really. That's cool. I know Biggie. I, d- I don't think it's specified anywhere in the story, but I, I think like the head, the head of that at uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I don't know if it's the same woman, but the head of that institute, they call her the Bat Lady, like she's one of the world's leading virologists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wonderful piece. I think it was in the Daily Beast last week about Tim Pool and the prevalence of right wing propaganda. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know if it was the same woman, but, like, I I knew the head of that virology lab was a woman and, like, highly, highly regarded in the field. Delta variant has quickly become the dominant COVID-19 strain and is driving a surge in cases around the world. Scientists are also monitoring the Lambda variant, which is becoming prominent in South America. In the U.S., for instance, the Delta variant accounts for 75 to 80% of cases in the Midwest and upper mountain states as of July. That number is getting ready to climb because of some stories we're going to talk about here tonight. Now, I will say the Jazz Fest in New Orleans has been canceled now. Garth Brooks is saying he is reassessing his stadium tour. Another band, had they, they've canceled the rest of their tour because one of their members tested positive. Yes, somebody said we need to change it to the DeSantis variant. I don't remember who that was. That's a very good idea. We're going to talk about DeSantis here in just a second. But first, Dr. Fauci was on with uh, CNN this morning. Fauci, the director of the National... Oh, is Jim Acosta? Good job, Acosta. Dr. Fauci, pleasure and honor to have you on, sir. Let me start by asking you the central question I think everyone is pondering right now. We hear all about the Delta variant. We hear about how it is much more infectious. We hear about breakthrough infections. So the question is, if does the vaccine protect against Delta? And if yes. it does, why are people worried? Because they're idiots. Well, the situation is, is understandably uh, a bit complicated. 
And that is okay. Okay, yeah, Fauci's right on that. The vaccine to do I oversimplified to protect you against serious illness. The vaccines perform quite well <laughs> against Delta. However, I'm sorry, I headbutted my microphone. <laughs> the capability of transmitting much more efficiently than the previous variants that we had to deal with, and the reason for that is that it replicates extreme. Yes, let's talk about kids. Here, my school district already went back to school last week. Tennessee schools went back to school last week. Several, several students, like hundreds, already have been quarantined. I called it. And that's, and the worry is, like, and talking about the mutations yet again, is that we're just going to keep passing it amongst each other, and it's going to mutate to be virus or uh, vaccine-resistant. It's already a thousand times worse than the original. If it becomes vaccine resistant, we're fucked. We're going to be back to lockdowns and shit. I don't want to do it. I want to go to concerts. I've seen too many of my friends already like at water parks and, and, and back at clubs performing shows and stuff. I'm like, oh God, oh God. But the kids going back to school this week. Holy shit. I... I can't imagine that the schools aren't all shut down in two weeks. I can't. I. And also, like, the mask effectiveness. Like, I had a con- like dude the other day was like, masks don't work. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me break this down. What you're saying when you say masks don't work is that they're not 100% effective. You've got an N95 mask, which is 95% effective at preventing shit from coming in. You've got a surgical mask, which is like 70-something percent effective from preventing shit coming in. You've got the the cloth gaiters and and shit. Those are like 20 to 30% effective at preventing shit from coming in, but it's not about that. Because what it's it's a fucking respiratory virus that spreads through the fucking air. So wearing a mask is to stop you from spreading your spit everywhere. So when you say masks don't work, you're, a, you're you're saying something that is fundamentally wrong. Now, because the, the smart people that have been spreading the misinformation, they actually, you know, the, the right-wing propagandists that know what they're talking about, that's really what they're saying is that masks aren't 100% effective, which is true, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. If everybody was to wear a mask out, we would stop the transmission just dead, right in its tracks. You're talking about vaccine efficacy. You're talking about its ability to prevent you from getting severely ill. I And, like, that's another thing with the CDC messaging. Them saying, like, oh, well, you need to wear a mask if you're in a place that has high transmission. That's pretty much the entire United States right now, so I don't know why it's not just across the board. You need to still be wearing masks. Because I don't see how, like, if you're in an area that doesn't have high transmission, if you're taking your fucking mask off, that it's not going to be an area with high transmission in just a couple weeks. I don't know what the deal is with the CDC and its messaging. I understand that coming out of the Trump administration, it's been fucking hard to get a grasp on this, but fuck, guys. 
I'm not a I'm not a virologist, I'm not an epidemiologist like you guys are. I am a communications expert, and I'm telling you what you were saying to the public sucks. I yes, China does a good job at handling it, but also China doesn't have like con- like we can't mandate a vaccine for everybody because there's no legal authority to do that. As I've said many times, what we have to do is we have to mandate it like anybody that has a federal government contract or you mandate it for schools and the military, all federal employees, and then by virtue of that, it basically is a blanket mandate. There's no legal authority for the government to be able to mandate it. And like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah, you should need your vaccine passport to go vote. That's your new voter registration card. A fucking vaccine passport. I'm down with that. Extremely well, transmits well, and when you look in the nasopharynx, which is the vehicle for transmission from one person to another. Tell them. Tell them not to go to can- Don't Don't fucking go out. Don't do anything. Cancel your plans. Don't go to the concert. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get my refund for the Modest Mouse concert this week because, like, I don't think it's going to happen. Don't go out and do shit right now. This is the worst part. Like, we're not going to get through this. And I had that glimmer of hope from the story coming from the UK that they opened back up and the cases had decreased, but like it's plateaued, it's staying steady, like they're not they're not seeing a decrease anymore. Okay, well there, as for who's not vaccinated, right wingers have been pushing this very like this narrative about how a percentage of the black population is a vac- a high percentage of the black population is a vaccinated. And they're like, well, that has to be Democrats, right? But that's that's one of those statistical things. Hey, Google, shut up! I I wasn't talking to you. It's like uh, it's like when they're talking about the percentage of black people in prison. It's like, whoa, whoa, they're they're just a small chunk of the population, though. They love misrepresenting statistics. I think Ben Shapiro does that when he goes on Bill Maher. We're going to watch a couple of those clips if we if we got time for it. This is the, I I don't like Bill Maher. I don't like fucking Ben Shapiro, Malcolm Nance. That's who was on. Don't like any of those people. If we skip that one, that's going to be okay with me. Is considerably higher with the Delta variant than it was formerly with the others. So it transmits... Oh, wow! You think Ben Shapiro got rolled? Because Ben Shapiro doesn't think he got rolled because I've got the article from the Daily Wire about how Ben Shapiro dominated everybody on the show. So it's very interesting. Like, I'm sure, like, he did get rolled. Real time with Bill Maher. I used to to watch it religiously. I used to watch Politically Incorrect religiously. Back in the day, I stopped watching uh, Real Time three or four years ago. I, I still subscribe to HBO. I love HBO, but like, I fuck Bill Maher. Speaking of HBO, Suicide Squad was really good. And I watched both of them. I hadn't seen the, the first one. 
I watched the original and the new one on Friday night on my HBO Max. It's better, which means that the initial protection against, for example, asymptomatic or minimally... Anyone who says Fauci ouchie is a dumb fuck of the highest order. ...that you've heard is a bit lower. For example, the original clinical trials that got us the vaccines that we had, take, for example, the mRNAs, they were 94 to 95% protected. That's not saying it facetiously. ...recognizable disease. What has happened with Delta is that that protection has gone down a bit so that you're going to get more so-called... Viral load. Oh, yes, more breakthrough infection because you have a higher viral load. ...protection against severe disease... So in the big picture, the vaccines are still doing what you originally want them to do, to keep you out of the hospital, to prevent you from getting seriously ill. For the most part, it's doing that very well. So people, when they hear breakthrough infections... The people that are saying that Fauci lies are people like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, who... Viral load. Uh who have been wrong about everything the whole time. Like, I saw a clip of Ted Cruz the other day from this time last year where he's like, the virus is going to magically disappear after the election because the Democrats won't have it to use as an issue anymore. Like, you, how do you get to be that wrong and still step up to a microphone and think anybody can take you seriously? I mean, we don't take them lightly because a breakthrough infection causes another problem. Because if you do get a breakthrough infection, we know now that vaccinated yes. people, where you get a breakthrough that... Because there is a whole media infrastructure that promotes these people. That you can then transmit it to someone else. So it takes on the extra added issue of transmissibility. So That's why seeing all my friends at a club, they might all be vaccinated. They're still passing it back and forth between each other, taking it home to their kids who aren't vaccinated yet. Yes, the CDC's messaging has been horrendous. I understood last year when your hands were tied because of a shitty administration, but supposedly Biden is going to listen to the science. So why has your messaging been so off point this year? protected and you get very little symptoms minimal symptomatology you then have the danger still to transmit it to someone else so the the outbreak can be propagated which leads to the cdc's modifying the guidelines of saying even though you are vaccinated when you are in a public place in an area of the country that has a high degree of virus such as in the red and orange zones you should still wear a mask indoors because of the of the cons- now that map looked completely different three weeks ago it was just like red down here and red in spots over here now look at it oh my god about getting infected maybe even not even knowing you're infected and then transmitting it to a vulnerable person who might be in your own home, your children, or a vulnerable relative, or a friend who's on cancer chemotherapy. 
Yeah, let's talk about children, because that's been the whole thing. It was like, oh, well, the chi- the kids don't get sick. Let's talk about the children. COVID-19 cases among kids overwhelming Florida hospitals. Pediatric hospitals in Florida have become completely overwhelmed with young patients battling COVID-19 amid the spread of the highly contagious Delta variant. The grim development comes as Florida on Sunday reported having the highest number of children. 172 children hospitalized with the coronavirus. The numbers of cases in our hospitals in children in our children's hospitals are completely overwhelmed, said Dr. Aileen Marty, an infectious disease expert at Florida International University. Our pediatricians, the nursing, the staff are exhausted and the children are suffering. It is absolutely devastating. Our children are very much affected. We've never seen numbers like this before. Sharp rises in hospital admissions involving kids with COVID-19 have been recorded in other states, too, including Arkansas, which had its own record number of children Wednesday hospitalized with the virus. Here in my state of Alabama, we are at 37. As of like yesterday. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson admitted Wednesday that he was wrong for previously banning mass mandates in the state. Experts have urged people in areas with high positivity rates for COVID-19 once again. Everyone! Everyone! Not areas with high positivity rates. Everyone should mask up. Wear masks regardless of vaccination status in order to protect vulnerable groups such as children too young to receive the shot. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has faced criticism for forbidding school districts in the state from requiring masks for students and school workers. But now he said it should be up to the parents and the employees to decide. But he won't let the local school districts make that decision. Finally, there is a Republican senator calling him out. Far little, far too late. And why is he on CNN? Well, if, if, if this motherfucker wanted to speak to Republicans, he would have gone on Fox News, OAN, or Newsmax to do this. No, instead he's on CNN. It's to win points with the fucking shit libs. It is not about actually informing the Republican base of what is going on with Ron DeSantis. That's why he's on CNN saying it. Make no mistake about that. So I don't give you any credit, Senator Cassidy from Louisiana. You're saying it to the wrong audience, sir. And you know this. uh, Like Ron DeSantis in Florida, Greg Abbott in Texas, they're blocking local officials from imposing restrictions like mask mandates. The virus is surging to record highs in, in those states, including yours. So as you said, you are a doctor. Cogdis is a hell of a drug. Local a hell of a drug. Allowed to make decisions like mask mandates if they believe that's best for their local community. I'm a conservative. I think you govern best when you govern closest to the people being governed. And if a local community is yeah, fuck him, fuck him. ICU is full, and the people. But I see him getting praise. Got to make sure all over the media for coming on CNN and saying this. No, no, no. Go on Newsmax and say this, sir. Go on OAN and say this. 
That is a conservative principle. Go on with Steve Bannon on the pandemic war room. The local official should have control here. I, I don't want top down from Washington, D.C. I don't want top down from a... Even, even, even when they, the, the period where they were referring to us having lockdowns, we were never really locked down. We never got below 50% of the economy being shut down. Ever. And then they blame and say lockdowns don't work. No, we never actually had a real lockdown. And it did work. I don't think bars should be open. I don't think restaurants should be open for dine-in service. I Any place that has mass gatherings shouldn't be open. I'm sorry. Seriously, they're just feelings really. The fucking, the right-wing comedian that, you know, won't come on now. I asked him what were the most pressing issues to him. Something like, what issues are you passionate about? And that's what I want to talk about. And he responded to me, SJWs talking about race. Blue-haired SJWs talking about race. That was, that was what he thought was like the top of his list of things to talk about. And I'm like, motherfucker, like, I've had friends die because they can't afford insulin. I care about health care, workers' rights, wealth inequality, criminal justice reform. Those are the issues I'm most passionate about. And you're going to come to me and say that the issue you're most passionate about is someone else's goddamn free speech. That you are upset that some blue-haired SJW hurt your feelings because they talked about something. You're serious about that. And that's the most pressing issue to you. Probably best you don't come on the show because you are indeed a dumb fuck. Well, schools see that they've got to make sure they stay open because otherwise children miss out for another year of school and they put in policy, then the local officials should be listened to. That is a conservative principle. So you disagree with Governor DeSantis? I do disagree with Governor DeSantis. The local officials should have control here. I don't want top-down from Washington, D.C. I, don't I disagree wholeheartedly. I think that we should listen to the CDC. The CDC should issue recommendations, and everybody else should follow them. And that should include state mandates. Because I've said it over and over and over again, I want to take the onus off of the business owners. I want to take the onus off of the... Workers that are out here dealing with your unmasked ass. I want the power of the state behind it. Go fuck yourself. Sometimes, yes. Okay, national defense and such like that. But when it comes to local conditions, if my hospital's full and my vaccination rate is low and infection rate is going crazy, we should allow local officials to make those decisions best for their community. Is he playing politics with this? You know, I don't know if he's playing politics. Yes! I will say. uh, And Cassidy knows he's playing politics. Kind of carte blanche, except what the public health doctor says. But they shouldn't shouldn't just gratuitously ignore it either. There has to be a balance there. And whenever politicians mess with public health, um, usually it doesn't work out well for public health. And ultimately, it doesn't work out for the politician. 
because public health suffers and the American people want public health. And we already brought it up earlier, but I want to touch on it again. And give it the caveat. Okay, unvaccinated people who had COVID-19 are more likely to get reinfected. This is despite what Senator Rand Paul keeps saying. Rand Paul today posted about how there's some professor at a college that's being forced to get the vaccine that's already had COVID. So he shouldn't have to get the vaccine because he's got natural immunity to it. And yes, you are uh, likely to have antibodies and be immune to it for a period of time. It's a very short period of time. I think it's like five fucking months. Unvaccinated people who had COVID-19 more likely to get reinfected. Unvaccinated people who were previously infected with COVID-19 were about twice as likely to be reinfected than those who were fully vaccinated and after they got the virus. Findings show that people who got the coronavirus before might not be immune from getting it again. We already know this. The CDC study authors said the findings suggest full vaccination might offer more protection against reinfection, even for people who were previously infected with COVID-19. The CDC is saying what's been obvious for fucking months. What is up with this? Why are they behind the curve? What the fuck? There's also been a lot of right-wing propaganda about how it's vaccinated people that are fueling the current spread. Breakthrough cases aren't the cause of the U.S. COVID-19 surge. Centers for Disease Control Prevention changed its guidance to recommend everyone, regardless of vaccination status, wear a mask in COVID-19 hotspots. study of an outbreak in Provincetown, Massachusetts, found that three-quarters of the people infected were vaccinated. As cases increase nationwide, it's understandable to think that breakthrough cases are now a main driver of the ongoing COVID-19 surge. They can still pass it on just as easily as an unvaccinated person. But the evidence is clear the problem is the unvaccinated population, at least with our hospital system. More people got vaccines, so the current surge wouldn't be as big. It certainly wouldn't lead to the levels of hospitalization and death now seen across the U.S. This was true months ago, and it remains true today. But, you know, encouraging news out of Alabama where they threw away 65,000, 65,000 vials of vaccine. Alabama discarded more than 65,000 COVID-19 vaccines that expired due to low demand for the shots. The state health officer told reporters on Friday about 7,000 doses of the Johnson Johnson vaccine, 11,000 Moderna shots, and 47,000 Pfizer vaccinations were wasted while people all over the world are begging for vaccines. Fuck. Do we need to go back and look at the map and see that Alabama is fully in the red?
caller. You're on the Troll Patrol. What's going on? Hey, Justin. Why are you so worked up tonight? I don't know. Have you been watching the show? Only for a few minutes now. Well, then, if you had been watching the show, you would know why I'm worked up. Isn't it kind of a stupid thing to call me and say, Hey, why are you so worked up? I've only been watching for a couple minutes. Well, you're always worked up. I'm just trying to figure I'm out always talking about dumb fucks. Well, what, some, what about when you're talking about Democrats? I talk about dumb fuck Democrats all the time. What is your deal? <laughs> I don't I don't get Justin, it. What's going on tonight? Just settle down, buddy. No, 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 no. You want you want to take me off topic. Discussion. You're you're not a good faith actor. You understand that, right? I am. I'm the best faith actor. I'm your biggest fan, Justin. Bullshit. I'm not trying to I'm here to just, you know, represent a, a side of the political spectrum, that's all. You're here to represent dumb fuckery. How so? What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about tonight? Yeah, yeah. They, no, no, no. I'm doing a show. I have a whole list of topics here. You're the one that called in. What do you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about let's talk about the COVID vaccine. Did you get Did you get the COVID vaccine? Absolutely. And do you have any concerns? What do you mean by concerns? Have there Have you experienced any side effects? Other than you know feeling yucky the day after? No. Really. Okay. Are you worried about any potential long-term side effects? No. Aren't you worried you about COVID nineteen? I'm vaccinated. I'm not worried about it. You should. You should still be. I should still be worried about COVID nineteen, even though I'm vaccinated. Yes. Do you think maybe they should be calling it a vaccine then? I don't think you know how vaccines work. How do they work, Justin? Well, they don't protect you 100%. They're not going to stop you from getting the virus. They're not going to stop you from spreading the virus. Not how inoculation how, works. How effective are they? It depends. Oh, the Moderna was like 96% effective. Okay, and what about the Pfizer? It was along the same lines. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what the... You're asking me information that you could easily Google. Why? I thought we're here to have a conversation. What's your point? Justin, I'm calling in to contribute. You asked for What's your point? What kind of point are you trying to make? I'm trying to figure out how much you know so there's a baseline level for us to have a discussion. That's all. I want to know what, what the point is of what you're saying. I told you. I, I'd like to know where you're at. You know, ascertain your level of knowledge and then branch out from there. Well, well see, seeing as I do, you know, two hours of this and talk about the fucking news every night, I'm, I'm probably pretty well informed, wouldn't you say? I would say you're as well informed as your typical mainstream media news consumer. So, like, the guy who sits on his couch and watches Rachel Maddow for two hours a night. First of all, I, w- I would like to say I've made this I've made this point many times. Watching my show for two hours will make you far better informed than watching the equivalent of any of the cable news networks. Which cable news network do you think you're better? Any, any of them. Any of them. Really? Any of them, yes. You will, you will be far you better informed watching the Troll Patrol than you will any fucking cable news outlet. Hands down. How, how, do, how do you... Why do you think that you would be better able to inform people when they have whole phalanxes of researchers going in 
and investigating subjects to present. All I'm I, I'm not an investigative reporter. I'm just an aggregate of information, and I'm better at aggregating the information because I am a I am a non corporate entity telling you the truth. That applies to anybody. I'm a non corporate entity telling you the truth. Well, what's your fucking Twitch channel then? I don't. I mean, I have one. You enjoy myself. You've seen it. Are you Are you broadcasting? Not presently, but I do have a Twitch channel. Ooh, you have a Twitch account, is what you're saying? That's the same thing. If you have a Twitch account, you have a Twitch channel. Every account has an associated channel they can broadcast to. What's your point? Justin, you just said that I don't have a Twitch channel. I just told you I did. That's, I mean, what was your point? You have a Twitch account. I don't consider you having a channel unless you're actually broadcasting to it. But this is a pedantic argument that means fucking nothing. What's All your right, point? Fair. We can move on to a different subject. I have no problem with Do that. Do you have a point? I've, yes, Justin. I told you. I called in to contribute to the discussion. What tonight. are you contributing? I'm happy to discuss any topic you'd like. Okay? I think a lot of times you get on your soapbox and you give leftist opinions that aren't well-founded. Like what? aren't well-grounded. Like what? Pick one. Pick one. How much time you got? That's stupid. No, you pick the one that you think makes your point. The The <laughs> burden of proof is on you. Any, Do you know how logic works? Just about any subject. Holy shit, that is not a fuck. That's not evidence, you dumb fuck. That's called a hasty generalization. That's a logical fallacy. You are an idiot. You don't know how to argue. I've never heard that logical fallacy. Hasty generalization. Okay. You've never heard of the hasty generalization logical fallacy. It's one of the first ones they're going to teach you. You're a dumb fuck. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't have, I'm not the host of the Troll Patrol. I'll give, I'll grant you that. You know, I'm not quite at that level of renown. Make you know, a point. Maybe... What do you think I'm wrong about? If you, if you think I'm wrong on shit. Justin, I've already Prove it. it to you. I don't no, you haven't. It. Pretty much everything. You have to, you can't just say pretty much everything. I just did. That is okay. fallacious. Make, make, make a, make, give me evidence. What do you what do you want me to just give you clips of yourself? I don't I don't chronicle your What what have I been wrong about? You supposedly you're my biggest every fan. Subject, almost, not every subject, but every subject. Tell me one so I can prove to you that I'm right, you dumb fuck. Tell me one. What's the one that you think makes your case that proves that I'm wrong so I can show you the evidence that I'm right and you can shut the fuck up. Dude Okay, Justin, I'll pick one, but know that I don't want you thinking this is the only subject I think you're wrong about. No! No! You've got to prove me wrong once before you can ever say I'm wrong, you stupid fuck. And if you if you pick one, I'm going to prove that you are wrong. Hey, look, I'm just saying that you're, lo- you're wrong about quite a, bo- uh, quite a lot. Like what? Like what? Own it. Just own when I'll bring up some topics, but you just have to own. Shut the fuck up! Put up or shut up! What is it? What do you think I'm wrong about? I think you're wrong about. You know, let's. I'm just gonna throw one out there, but it's. I'm just. I just want to reiterate. It's not the only subject I think you're wrong. I just want to reiterate. You're a dumb fuck that doesn't know what he's talking about. I would disagree with that assertion, but you know, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. So that one of the topics I think you're wrong about is 
Uh, well, this this one's a big one. Your perspective on police brutality in the United States, I think it's totally and utterly ridiculous. Um, another subject, I think you're... Oh, 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 how, how is my, what is my position on police brutality that you find ridiculous? You, well, you like to pick out anecdotal stories and try to attribute that to the millions of police interactions that occur every day that are largely peaceful. So you'll find one... One interaction that went no, 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 no. Every time I do it, I I prove that it is a culture of corruption. Like the cop that was planting meth in Florida. That 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 when the DA. No, 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 no. When the DA goes to the police chief and the police chief tries to get the DA fired, that is a system of corruption. They have a name for it. It's called the blue code. That cops don't dime on anybody else. So you can't tell me it's anecdotal. Sure I can. That's an individual instance. But then you don't know what anecdotal means. You can look at Adrian Schoolcraft at the NYPD. He tried to expose corruption in the NYPD. They had him institutionalized. They had him institutionalized. Christopher Donner at the LAPD. I don't think you, like you know what you're talking about, because if if you did, if you knew anything about police, then you would not have the position that you have. The The Louisville Metro Police Department was raping kids. The entire department covered it up. How can there be good cops if cops never arrest other cops? If it's never... You stop making points like two minutes... If cops never arrest other cops, there can't be good cops. It never happens. And every time cops try to expose corruption within police forces, they get retaliated against from the Fraternal Order of Police, from their superiors. There's a name for it. It's called the Blue Code. You can't dispute that. You can't just come in and say, oh, well, that's just anecdotal evidence. No, it's fucking not. I have, dis- I have demonstrated a pattern of corruption within the police force. Furthermore, furthermore, not only have I demonstrated the pattern of corruption, I have shown that it's not the police's job to protect you by law. So they can't make an argument, oh, I was just protecting somebody when I shot this person in the back. Like they often do, because it's not a cop's job to protect you. The courts have literally ruled on that. The courts have also ruled that the that, that, that uh, police organizations can discriminate against people with high IQs, qualified immunity. I can go on and on with all the the structural ways that cops are protected and it fosters corruption over and over and over again. You can't just say that's anecdotal. You're an idiot. Furthermore, I've read the Constitution, unlike most dumbfuck right-wingers, and the Fourth Amendment says they can't come around and harass me. Here's the difference. Right-wingers want to say they believe in freedom. Well, freedom should mean that I should be able to walk up to a cop, put both fingers in their face, and fucking tell them to lick my balls. But in Utah, they actually passed a law where it is illegal to disrespect cops. Now, why is this motherfucker calling me, telling me I'm wrong about cops? If you believe in freedom... Why aren't you calling in somewhere in Utah and protesting that dumbass law? You got no leg to stand on. 
And how dare you try to call logical fallacy on me? Try to say it's anecdotal evidence. It's a logical fallacy when you didn't even know what a hasty generalization fallacy is. You have a point to make. Hey, Justin, how's it going? Sorry, I had to switch you off on the stream. Um, for, so for starters, can you hear me, Justin? Yes. I don't think it was fair that you just shut me off and then went on a five-minute rant. Okay. So let's put that Well, you wouldn't let me talk. You wouldn't let me talk, dumb fuck. No, I, I did, Justin. You just kept screaming. So, with that said, one of the points you had made was that you this you actually made this point the other night as well that you don't think it's ever okay for the police to shoot someone in the back is is that a yes fair? yes 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 it's in the fucking constitution where's it i missed that where's it in the constitution you can't be deprived of your life without due process it's in the constitution well we know that that's wrong you can be it's not wrong if you don't provide the opportunity for due process right so i give you an example if there's a hostage situation i'm done i'm done fuck him I'm not going to keep having these stupid-ass discussions going around in circles. No, it's in the Constitution. I like justing better. I'm justing freaking. I... Glimmering, he calls in all the time. Like, like we... I let him have two hours one time. It's not... We're not doing two hours with that dumb fuck again. Adam will tell you all about that. Fucking Adam went around in circles with him. I mean, I won't answer it if he calls back in. I'm done. I'm done. It's in the Constitution. If you're going to come on my show and argue that it's okay for a cop to shoot somebody in the back, you're an idiot. You are saying it is okay for the government to kill a fucking citizen in the street. Fundamentally, I disagree with that. I think you're wrong. I think you're an idiot. I think you're a dumb fuck. Right-wingers are dumb as fuck. But hey, apparently they believe in freedom, except when it comes to the cops. They think the cops should have unlimited power to do whatever the fuck they want. Like rape you, which is completely legal in what, 26, 27 states? A cop can rape somebody they have detained in half the states in this country. And you're calling me upset about what I had to say about those fucks? Really? Nah, nah, fuck off. But hey, karma is a wonderful thing. You enjoy myself is going to get pulled over one of these days and he's going to have a bad encounter and then he's going to be on my side. GOP congressman suing Pelosi over mask rule 
contracts COVID. Representative Ralph Norman of South Carolina is one of three Republican lawmakers who filed a lawsuit last week against House Speaker Nancy Pelosi over the mask mandate in the House of Representatives. He has now tested positive for COVID-19. Jesus fucking Christ. You were suing Nancy Pelosi over something she was trying to do to keep you safe. Norman tweeted, Thankfully, I've been fully vaccinated and my symptoms remain mild. The announcement came a bit more than a week after Norman, along with fellow Republicans, Representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia and Thomas Massey of Kentucky, filed their lawsuit after they were all fined $500 for not wearing masks on the, on the floor of the House of Representatives. The lawsuit came after the House Ethics Committee upheld the fines against the lawmakers for protesting the requirement by not wearing masks during a May vote. Republicans argued at the time the rules were not in line with guidance by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. He might be right about that. Once again, the fucking CDC's messaging has been horrible. For the love of God, I'd hope he's quarantining, but... I... The House is not in session right now. Maybe they're coming back this week because they should have the infrastructure bill. I don't know exactly what's going on. The House is supposedly in recess until September. The Senate the Senate is probably recessing right about now or did in the last hour. A debate on the infrastructure bill. It's expected to pass sometime on Tuesday. And then it goes to the House and they're going to have to debate amendments to it. So I, I don't know if the House is going to come back in session. I think that the House has to come back in session sometime in the next couple of weeks because we have a major crisis in this country that needs addressing. Dude, I have demonstrated over and over and over again. Idiots that think they're centrists are right wing. Let me let me show you the fucking spectrum. You voted for Obama. Obama's a right wing politician. You dumb fuck. God damn. Here, this is the political spectrum showing the 2020 candidates. Notice how the Democratic Party is all way over here in the fucking right. You're a right wing dumb fuck. And you're not rational at all. You know nothing about rationing anything. God damn, you're one of the dumbest fucks I've ever met in my life. You didn't even know what a hasty generalization fallacy was. Just in case, just in case you thought I made it the fuck up. One of the most common logical fallacies. And right-wingers are incredibly fond of it. God damn, right-wingers are fucking morons. I'd vote for Obama a third time if I could. Yeah, there are voters out there that voted Obama and then voted for Trump. Blows my fucking mind. How the fuck? You have to be dumb to do that. You have to have no fucking idea what is going on with politics to do that. You have to be incredibly low information to pull that one off. 
Speaking of low information, vocal anti-vaccine broadcaster dies from COVID-19 complications. Friends say Dick Farrell encouraged them to get the vaccine after he was infected. This comes after months and months and months of him promoting misinformation like the dumb fuck that he was. But then he encouraged his friends on his deathbed to get vaccinated. Former South Florida talk show host Dick Farrell, known and beloved, beloved by dumb fucks, by fans for his over-the-top right-wing opinions, has died from complications from COVID-19. Your over-the-top right-wing opinions got you killed. Fucking idiot. On Facebook, Farrell advocated against getting the coronavirus vaccine and was skeptical of Dr. Anthony Fauci, chief of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. His recommendations concerning the coronavirus. Friends said after contracting the virus, he changed his point of view. Oh my God, a right-winger had something affect them and then they changed their point of view. It's easy to argue for the fucking cops when they're not terrorizing your community. I'm sorry, Scrappy. My apologies. We'll move on. Did I mention he was a fill-in host on Newsmax? And he spent months and months and months filling dumb fucks' heads. I know, Scrappy. I know. He spent months filling dumb fucks' heads with the misinformation. So let's see how that actually manifests itself in our society. We're going to talk to some people who are going to be attending... The Sturgis Rally taking place this week in North Dakota. This is from Don Lemon tonight. We gather in South Dakota for the annual Sturgis. Oh, South Dakota. I got the wrong Dakota. Who cares? It's one of the Dakotas. It shouldn't be two states. It should only be one Dakota. A whole lot of fun. It really does. Health experts warn it's likely to be a COVID-19 super spreading event. The CDC. Oh, yeah, Don Lemon. It sounds like a lot of fun. Why don't you ask Harlem Heat what it was like being black men performing in front of the Sturgis Biker Rally? I'm sure you would have a lot of fun there, Don Lemon. 600 cases to last year's rally. But that's not stopping bikers from rolling into town. CNN's Adrian Broadus is there. I'm not high enough for this shit. It's a massive roar that encapsulates our entire valley here. A defiant roar drowning any fears of a pandemic. You know what? I don't think about it. If it happens, you deal with it. I've never taken any vaccines since I was six, so I'm good. Oh, wow. The town of about 7,000 is home to the largest motorcycle rally in the world. And once again... Yep, happening this week. ...of COVID cases, the pandemic won't keep an estimated... Yep. 700,000 people away. If it were to cancel, that would have a massive ripple effect. That would affect a lot of small business owners as well as... Yes. Well, here's the problem, sir, is you're going to let it rip through your town, and those businesses are all going to have to close down anyway. We've seen it all over the country already. People here in my fucking town are having to close down their fucking shops and their restaurants because their staff has all contracted COVID. So wouldn't it be better to not let them contract COVID, especially when they're not likely to have health insurance, and you might be saddling them with long-term effects instead of having your stupid biker rally 
Yeah, there are few remaining staff. And that's another thing. I didn't get to it. Like, oh, we have reports where hospital staff are just, they're, they're tired of it. This is preventable, and they're just walking off because you're endangering their fucking loved ones. I don't blame nurses for walking off the jobs because they have to keep dealing with idiots that come in that said, like, I didn't think COVID was real. Well, you're dying of it now, sir. I, God damn. How much money you want to bet we're going to see a video of this dude in a month? Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have had this event. About 460,000 people hailing from all corners of the U.S. attended last year's rally. In a recent study, CDC researchers said at least 463 primary cases, including one death, were reported within two weeks of the 10-day tradition. And another 186 were identified. I thought it ended up being like fucking 60,000 cases like attributed to it. Are y'all concerned about COVID at all? I'm vaccinated. COVID? My wife stayed what? home. My wife stayed home because she has COVID right now. So she stayed home, yes. Yeah, I already had I already had yes. Are you concerned about COVID this year or the Delta? No. 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 I had it already. I kicked his butt. I wouldn't be surprised if we have a super spreader event there. Dr. Shankar Kura with Monument Health fears arising cases and hospitalization starting ten days from the rally start. There's no easy way to hold a mass gathering event. Uh, so the Sturgis rally, unfortunately, is unstoppable. I think the best way around would be to get more people. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. Wear masks because um, we don't have mask mandates here. About seven days worth of change. Yes, I get like. That was one of the things all the right-wingers started criticizing people. Like, oh, why is Biden wearing a mask? He's, he's fully vaccinated. It's messaging. It's messaging. They did it when, what, the G7 met? And all the, uh, uh, all, the, all the leaders of the countries had masks on? That was a good thing to show people that they should also wear masks. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Chances. Carol is packing their bags. Our choice is to leave. We're still of the age where we can leave. We did not feel we had the choice to leave, yes, last year, so we stocked up and we stayed home. As this couple escapes the constant rumble, others see Sturgis as an escape from COVID restrictions. But when everyone leaves again... I think what she was saying is that we have like a manufactured uh, nursage shortage. We have nurses. It's not just that it will spread here, it's going to spread far and wide. We do feel like the best solution for us in our stage of life is to leave, not be a part of it. Meanwhile, South Dakota's governor, Christy Nome, is expected to participate. Christy Nome is going to be there. 
Meanwhile, a lot of folks might be wondering, what is the big deal? This rally is happening outside. Well, health experts say the concern is when people leave from outside and go into bars, for example, if they're, they're shoulder to shoulder or on crowded. Well, yeah, I'm sure she has a mask on when she's not on the air. Risk. But you're right about the messaging. It was a big music festival in Chicago. But in order to get inside, even though that event wasn't... Yeah, she took it off for a live hit. People had to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. That's not required here. And it's a little quiet here right now, Don. That's because riders are a few blocks away. It's okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. On a 600-acre campground. Oh. Oh, yeah. We watched that the other day. I hate how Facebook videos autoplay. Now, the Biden administration has extended the pause on the student loans. Progressives are still pushing to cancel them. Hell yeah. Biden administration announced Friday that it would extend the pause on federal student loan payments until the end of January, following growing pressure from congressional Democrats, including progressives, who want to cancel large swaths of the outstanding debt. The pandemic relief, which benefits more than 40 million federal student loan borrowers, had been set to expire at the end of September. The Education Department said those benefits would now be continued until January the 31st, describing the reprieve as a final Extension. Uh. Stop saying it's going to be final. We're not out of this pandemic yet. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you're right. And I I wouldn't doubt that Politico uh, did that on purpose. Payment pause has been a lifeline that allowed millions of Americans to focus on their families, health, and finances instead of student loans during this national emergency is according to Education Secretary Miguel Gartano. As our nation's economy reco- uh, continues to recover from a deep hole, this final extension will give students and borrowers the time they need to plan for restart and ensure a smooth pathway back to repayment. You're going to cancel that shit. The extension of the relief, which had been recommended to the White House by top education department officials, gives the Biden administration more time to decide how it plans to respond to progressive demands that the president take executive action to cancel student debt. Yeah, you should have got a moat. You should have got the you should have got the troll at least. Uh, I think I need, I think they gave me the option to give more emotes. Yeah, I covered that earlier. They have at least plateaued, if not going back up. Because I brought that up on the show last week. I was like, okay, silver lining, the UK lifted all restrictions and their cases went down. But that's not the case anymore. That's not the case at all. They're not shooting back up the way ours are right now, but they've at least plateaued. Schumer has been leading Democrats' lobbying efforts to get the Biden administration to use executive authority to cancel up to 50 grand of debt per borrower. Now, I actually, I made the proclamation on this show. 50 grand would not cancel all my student loan debt, but it would get damn close to it. You know what, Biden? I'll tell you what. I'm not going to pay that shit. Not going to pay it at all. If you cancel 50 grand of it, you know what? I'll pay the rest of it. I'll I'll make you that deal. If you cancel 50 grand of it right now, I'll pay the rest of it. 
The White House has said it backs 10 grand of loan forgiveness per borrower, but has asked the Education and Justice Department to review whether it has the authority to provide that relief without congressional approval. Spoiler alert, it does. There was a lobbying effort in Congress to spread this memo that said that the president doesn't have the power to cancel student uh, student loans. You heard Nancy Pelosi speak about that last week. That was bullshit. That was her taking cues from lobbyists. Just like the lobbyists. Uh, Chris, I'm not I'm not on Twitch right now. Uh, did you not did you not throw some some it shows you using the the trolls it it showed you post some trolls a little bit ago thank you for the sub by the way I'm sorry it doesn't pop up and, and say when people sub it's because i'm I'm going to several platforms so i'm I'm not actually looking at twitch right now oh shit well, thank you for your patronage. I appreciate it. I'm I'm sorry you don't have access to everything. And by the way, I will check tonight because I think I can give you guys more emotes. I want to give you guys Smokey and uh, uh, Moron Snake. Yes, yes, yes. Moron Snake is totally on there. But, uh, when I when I set up the emotes, I only had one slot for like level one, but I think they changed it. President Joe Biden's stunning decision to revive the eviction ban in response to intense pressure from progressives has left one of Washington's most influential business coalitions feeling angry and betrayed on the sidelines of power. Biden's move to reinstate a federal eviction moratorium Tuesday after letting it lapse days earlier marked a huge political loss for the National Association of Realtors and its housing industry allies, who each year shower candidates in both parties with millions of dollars in contributions and often get their way in big policy fights. You know, people always talk about like, well, well, well you're just jealous of the rich people and their money. Why are you jealous? No, I'm not jealous. They're using their fucking money to lobby against my best interest, society's best interest, if they are using their money to buy politicians, they have too much goddamn money. Tax them. Tax them. Oh, Jesus, I didn't even see that. Do not master whatever his omnipresent strategy is. But I, I think they changed it, though, and I can I, I can give you guys more emotes in Tier 1. I will totally do that, and I'll add more emotes. We'll get, like, a Rudy acting dumb emote and shit. Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? As I said, the Senate was in session tonight talking about the infrastructure bill. This was yesterday. Yeas are 67. This is the motion to evoke cloture... Three-fifths of the senators duly chose... And move on to formal debate. ...in the affirmative. The motion is agreed to. The senator from Delaware. No, the, you should have a troll for the Tier 1 emote. I'm sorry it's not showing up for you. The Senate will be in order. I, uh, earlier uh, t- today, uh, I quoted uh, Churchill actually a couple of times. And one of my favorite... Yeah, Churchill is not a great person to quote. He was asked uh, when he was being thrown out of office at the end of World War II... 
He's asking reporters outside of uh, 10 Downing Street, is, Mr. Churchill, for you, is this the end? And he said, this is not the end. Uh, this is not the beginning of the end. He said, this is the end of the beginning. And uh, while we're grateful everybody who voted for cloture, it is not the end. And But it takes us to... It is totally not the end. Apparently the end is coming on Tuesday. We will update you on that. Now let's get the rundown. We were talking about the crypto thing. Like I was wondering why they were talking about crypto in the bill the other day. I was like, what the fuck has to do with crypto? It's a tax. They were wanting to tax crypto transactions, and I had no fucking clue what they were talking about. Bipartisan infrastructure deal embraced by President Joe Biden and shaped by the gang of 10 senators is inching closer to clearing the chamber with one more filibuster to clear on Sunday before the bill can pass later this week. I'm pretty sure that happened already or it is happening right now. See if they're still going. I thought I had set this up to work. It looks like the vote just happened. As I said, I'm going to see if I can give you guys more emotes. I'll actually get on the Twitch and fix that. I think I, I think I can give you like all three of them on tier one now. I want people to use more on Snake on other people's channels. So this is this is live in the Senate currently. They voted 69-29 to evoke uh, cloture on the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. 30 hours of debate are remaining. Final passage is expected early Tuesday morning. Nice. So that's the update on the bill. After a deal to speed up the legislation and consider more amendments, the Senate is slated to vote shortly before 8 p.m. on Sunday to close down debate on a bill. That was the vote we just talked about. After that, Senate passage of the bill is slated for sometime Tuesday unless agreement is reached among all 100 senators to speed it up. A 50-hour budget debate and an unlimited votorama on non-binding but politically symbolic topics will follow immediately after. Both parties are still trying to negotiate amendments changing the infrastructure bill's cryptocurrency regulations and allowing coronavirus aid money to be spent on infrastructure. There was no deal to be had as of Sunday afternoon. Conservative detractors of the infrastructure agreement have no leeway to stop the bill from passing, only to delay it. 18 Republicans voted to advance the legislation on Saturday, signaling that it has filibuster-proof support. So let's hear what one of their holdouts 
is yapping about. First, we're going to go to, I think Kristen Cinema is going to be the first person to speak. And then we're going to get Republican Bill Haggerty. This is Haggerty. Wicker Stabenow, 2206. Cruz, 2389. It's calling 20. Lee, 2517. Grassley Klobuchar, 2500. Crapo Wyden, 2507. Black I don't, I do. Cinema's fashion sense is, is beyond me. I, I, I'm, Wyden Loomis Toomey, 2619. Cantwell, 2588. Wyden Murkowski, 2603. Cantwell Braun, number 2621. Van Hollen, number 2613, as modified. Cruz Lujan, 20. Adam, you missed our friend. He called in earlier and he made me incredibly upset. Sullivan, 2586. Shelby, 2535. I don't, I, bingo. I don't know what this motherfucker is. Number 2620. Oh, these are amendments. These are the amendment numbers. That the Senate vote in relation to all pending amendments with no amendments in order to the amendments prior to a vote in relation to the amendment. And that if a roll call is ordered, then 60 affirmative votes. This was earlier today in the Senate. Disagreement, except for Lee, number 2517. Warner, number She wasn't expected to win in Arizona, and she won. She hasn't. She hasn't been a politician for decades. She was a. She was actually a anti-war activist in the Bush. Uh, in the Bush years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You enjoy myself. Is there an objection, Madam President? The senator from Arizona. Reserving the right to object. Thank you, Madam President. As my esteemed colleague from Tennessee is aware, and as we all are aware... I, I had a huge crush on her during the Bush years. He was the first uh, openly bisexual member of Congress. So she's very much a... And, and they use her identity against us. The shit libs have fucking corrupted her. Because, yeah, when, like, when I first heard about her in like 2004 or 2005... She was a staunchly anti-war activist. And she got elected to Congress 2008, maybe? Something like that? The Senate operates under unanimous consent, reserving the right and the prerogative to any one senator to object to moving forward when consent is not present. Now, as the senator from Tennessee made clear yesterday in his remarks on the floor, he has declined to provide unanimous consent for a time agreement moving forward in this post-closure time period. I'm sure it will then come as no surprise to him that there are senators on both sides of the aisle who object to unanimous consent on one or more of the amendments listed. Let me, let me translate what, she, what she's saying because she made the statement last week. She wants to get out of there and go on vacation. She has vacation plans. She literally said she is bitching about Haggerty from Tennessee Holding up the vote. Like, dude, it's going to pass. Just go ahead and let us do it. Don't make us debate until Tuesday is what she's saying. Listed in his proposed list today. I'm sure that he offers the same level of respect to those senators denying their unanimous consent as has been offered to him as well. Now, I am proud to report that throughout this bipartisan process, we have produced over the course of a number of months a piece of legislation. I mean, you say that, but I mean, uh, Mark Kelly and Kristen Cinema are the senators from Arizona. 
and we've had. I can't imagine we could get better senators from Arizona. You know, it's it's one of those things. On this bipartisan bill, it has been an open and welcoming process. As we are currently in the post-cloture debate time, again, as I've mentioned, it requires unanimous consent to both move forward with all of the amendments or any of the amendments, as well as a time agreement. And as we have seen today, we do not have unanimous consent on either a time agreement or... It's clobbering time! And therefore, Madam President, I propose that we continue moving forward under... Agreed! Agreed! I object. Objection is heard. Her outfit is indeed already on vacay. The senator from Tennessee. The senator's objection exposes the Democrats' true intention. I've never objected to, to consider amendments on this bill, not once. Democrats say that they Well, want I mean, it exposes Cinema's true intention, which is not to actually help people. Democrats she just wants to get the fuck out of there, drink mimosas. So that they can hurry up and light the fuse on their $3.5 trillion spending spree. A socialist debt bomb. Now, that, now, what he's talking about is the reconciliation bill that we don't even know that we have Cinema and Mansion on board for. So for him to kind of to, to paint cinema as wanting to light the fuse on the 3.5 billion uh, or trillion reconciliation bill is just insane. It honestly seems like cinema is going to sink it. But also we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Fucking, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene gave a press conference the other day and she was like, and the banks are going to own everything and and you got socialism now. What? Census experts puzzled by high rate of unanswered questions. I told you guys my census story. I was selected for like the extra census shit. I I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of extra survey. Like, they came to my house. This was before the pandemic. They, like, came every month for six months before and after the census. I gave the dude fudge. Like, I, like he was a real nice older man. The first day he showed up, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on, because, like, he was telling me he's from the census. It's, like, November of 2019. Sparkles and I were getting ready to go out to dinner. And, like, we'd been sitting here, like, smoking bong after bong. My apartment's completely smoky. This dude knocks on the door and tells me, you know, it's a Friday afternoon. And actually, they left shit on my door before. I, I keep, like... Apparently, they didn't get their last interview with me, and, I, like, they've still been trying to contact me. I blocked their number and shit. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone! I even called them the last time. Told them, like, I'm an independent contractor. One person lives here. I'm going to make between 30 and 50 grand. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I don't, because it was just the simple fucking questions they came and asked. But goddamn, are they persistent? But apparently, the people that just got selected, you know, to do the regular census didn't fill out everything. 
Census Bureau statisticians and outside experts are trying to unravel a mystery. Why were so many questions about households in the 2020 census left unanswered? Residents did not respond to a multitude of questions about sex, race, Hispanic background, family relationship, and age, even when providing a court, uh, even when providing a count of the number of people living in the home. Statisticians had to fill in the gaps, reflecting on early stage in the number crunching. The documents show that 10% to 20% of questions were not answered in the 2020 census, depending on the question and state. According to the Census Bureau, later uh, phrases of processing, later phases of processing show the actual rates were lower. The information is important because data with demographic details will be used for drawing congressional and legislative districts. That data, which the Census Bureau will release Thursday, also is used to distribute $1.5 trillion in federal spending each year. I did mine online. I think most people did theirs online. Did I lose you guys for a second? Did I freeze? It looked like my... Looked like my stream went out for a second. I should be back. Everybody there? I get a hiccup in the internet every now and again. I really feel like this because, like, I don't usually notice it. Like, if I'm watching YouTube or listening to Spotify or something. Like, you know, it, it's it's buffered so far ahead that I never even notice it. But I notice it when I'm sitting here on the stream. Like, I, I see it drop down to zero and then shoot back up. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. All right, Ben Shapiro. I'm Bill Maher. Ugh. Whatever Candace Owens is selling, you don't want it. Ben Shapiro slams critical race. Now, as the chat pointed out earlier that Ben Shapiro got rolled... On the Bill Maher show, I saw a small clip of it. Apparently, uh, Ben Shapiro doesn't think he did. Ben Shapiro slams critical race theory, dismantles authoritarian left on real time with Bill Maher. So, after pointing out that contrary to the behavior of leftists, Donald Trump isn't in power, that's a weird statement to me. Uh, you guys, you guys have seen people come into my chat and say that, but like, Donald Trump's not in power anymore. Motherfuckers, you guys ran against Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. You still fucking bring up the Clintons. My God, how many right-wing heads exploded over Obama this week? Holy fuck. And also, I always hate this. They always, like selectively edit the clips. So this is 42 seconds. The clip I watched earlier was like 10 minutes of a conversation between Nance and and Shapiro. So let's see what he pulls out here. I feel like I'm living in a bit of a parallel universe in the sense that right now, the House, the Senate, and the Presidency of the United States are all controlled by the Democratic Party. It is the... Which has happened like twice in my lifetime. And it's only happened for two years at a time. And usually, in, in the 40 years I've been alive, Republicans have had the majority most of that time. Yeah, Obama's birthday party. If, you, like, if you're not really like paying attention to right-wing media, you might not know what's going on. 
they were incredibly upset about Obama having a birthday party. The Democratic Party, large scale across the United States, currently engaged in mask mandates, vaccine mandates, and lockdowns. So for all the talk about Tucker Carlson, who, again, you mentioned, is not a governmental figure, or Donald Trump, who's not been in office since January, last I checked, it seems that the great threat that people are experiencing right now is from the soft institutions, right? The institutions, the Facebooks and the Twitters and the, and the corporate world, right? All those... The corporate world that you guys have fostered with your shitty-ass fucking policy. ...institutions on a soft level and on a governmental level, the people who are actually experiencing control top-down from the government, the people at the top of the government right now are Democrats. Most of the states are ran by Republicans. Like, overwhelmingly right now, the states are ran by Republicans. So that's a weird point to make, Ben Shapiro... Also notice it was just a little clip of Ben Shapiro and the dude that tweeted it out had the context. There was no response. There was no Bill Maher in that. There was no Malcolm Nance. After falsely claiming 40,000 people stormed the Capitol on 1-6, Ben Shapiro schools Malcolm Nance's nonsense and dangerous conflation of all right-of-center Americans as terrorists. If you were a Trump supporter, yeah, you probably are a terrorist, just to be honest with you. I mean, how many fucking right-wingers do I have to point out that, like, when I make fun of them on the internet, they threaten my life every time? <laughs> but let's talk about bare facts. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy, Donald Trump, who literally tried to suborn, um, you know, uh, who has probably... Some- Malcolm Nance is an idiot, by the way. I, if he... A duly elected... If he said 40,000 people stormed the Capitol, I don't know that he said that because apparently they cut that part out. ...government and managed to mobilize 40,000 people, right, to lay siege to the Capitol, where over a 1,000 or more entered the building, destroyed parts of the building, fought physically. Law enforcement... Okay, so, like, he's talking about the people that gathered in... I think that's close to the number, wasn't it, that actually gathered in Washington for that event. ...there in order to stop American democracy. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another one. Like, I didn't even point that out. Thank you, Glimmering. Ben Shapiro is only as big as he is because of Facebook. Like, he is one of the top purveyors of misinformation on Facebook. He wouldn't have the career that he has right now if it wasn't for Facebook and the structure that he has manipulated. But I've been around a little bit, and I've seen some dictators and warlords and authoritarians. That is a thought. And Trump acted exactly like that. Some guys are writing on Twitter, and they made, you know, Sean King want to sell his house. That's, like you say, it's just gossip, right? Twitter will not kill you unless you use that social pressure in order to achieve an action on the street and believe well, me I, i'm going to address that in a minute okay, but well, i want it but i want you, uh, yeah, I uh, you you can answer this first thank please. you i appreciate it uh, a couple of quick things one 40,000 people did not assault the capitol okay it's just factually inaccurate there were maybe a thousand no nance was talking about all the people that gathered there and he made he even made the uh clarification that like a thousand made it into the capitol people that is not making light of the evil of those people who all will end up rotting in prison as they should how many people came to that rally 
were all of those people assaulting the Capitol? Is that they your contention They all marched now? on the Capitol, and then the leading they edge attacked the They all marched on the Capitol. It's just inaccurate, Malcolm. Yeah, it isn't. No. Yes, no. it is inaccurate, Malcolm. Facts, Ben. Well, well, yes, okay. you're not mentioning them. Okay. All right. Okay. But okay. Let's, so, let's just saw. say some of them but, milled around outside. I'll tell you why that's an important point. Because, Malcolm, you have a terrible habit of conflating people who do actual violent activity with a broad... NBC News reported there was about 30,000 people at the rally. ...water rubric of everyone, for example, who voted for Trump, which was 75 million people. And that really is ugly. I mean, you've tweeted about me, for example, that I'm such a racist I shouldn't be allowed in Washington, D.C. That sounds rather authoritarian in an attitude to me. I've never called for you to be kicked off of MSNBC. I've never called for anybody not to buy your book. Well, Ben Shapiro is, you know, promoting misinformation. All right, in only 65 seconds, Ben Shapiro gives the best and most substantive definition of critical race theory you'll ever hear or read. There's there's a certain sort of crystallized... Now, I actually did watch this. Now, Malcolm Nance's response to that was, I agree with everything he said. Ben Shapiro's notion is that the country isn't actually built on racism version of it that is a lot less complex than what critical race theory actually is. But critical race theory essentially argues that racism is baked into all the systems of American society and that any... It is. It is. ...sort of neutral system is, in fact, a guise for racial power. And so the argument is made by Derek Bell, for example. No, no, not any kind of neutral system, just a system that upholds the status quo in a system that's been built on racism is inherently racist. Not a neutral system. We would love a neutral system, but that would take a complete abolishment of the system, like we want to do with the police. Thank you. That Brown versus Board of Education, this is an argument he made in 1991, that Brown versus Board of Education was actually a way for the white community to leverage its own power. It wasn't an attempt to end segregation in public schools. Even things that are purportedly good in terms of race, so long as they uphold these broader systems, things like capitalism or things like the marriage. Agreed. You can just like flick my balls and I am I am done for 20 minutes. I'll be in the floor crying. All disparity equals discrimination. If you can see any stat where black people are underperforming white people, this means the system was set up for the benefit of white people and that white people have a duty to tear down these systems in order to alleviate the racism that's implicit in those systems. Yes, 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 yes. Great definition. Schools, what this tends to boil down to is kids who are white have experienced privilege because the system was built for white people and we have to change the standard. Yes, let me give you a great example. The fact that schools are tied to uh, property taxes. School funding comes from property taxes, which means the wealthy white communities, the suburbs, the white flight have better schools, which helps keep black people impoverished. Yeah, apparently you can think Ben Shapiro won on Bill Maher if you only take those three little fucking pieces. I would encourage everybody to go back and watch that 10-minute segment with Malcolm Nance and Ben Shapiro talking about critical race theory because Nance really does lay it out. Oh, Curiouser, I'm glad you're here. 
It's one of your favorite people. Are you ready for this story? Do you think we're stupid? Do you think we're fools? Yes. Yes, I do. Rudy Giuliani is being investigated by the FBI over a film he was trying to make about Biden's and the Ukraine. Federal Bureau of Investigation is looking into Rudy Giuliani over a film project that wasn't Borat, apparently. He was working on about the Biden family and Ukraine. Mother Jones reported on Thursday the investigation focuses on Giuliani and George Dixon III, a California entrepreneur who were working on the film together. Mother Jones reported in May of 2020 that the pair was seeking $10 million to finance a documentary about presidential candidate Joe Biden in the Ukraine. Ten fucking million. The hell of a budget for an indie film. Giuliani has been persistent in his attempts to uncover dirt on the Biden's dealings with Ukraine. In June, CNN published leaked audio from 2019 that showed Giuliani, then the personal lawyer for President Donald Trump, pushing a Ukrainian official to publicly announce an investigation into Biden in order to improve relations between the country and the U.S. The FBI has already been investigating Giuliani's dealings in the Ukraine, examining whether the former mayor of New York City violated foreign lobbying laws while working on behalf of Trump to influence U.S. policy in Ukraine. Giuliani has denied any wrongdoing. Because of course he has. I, you know, it's a great idea. I should make it for it, but it's just, it's, it's work to go back and do it. I don't fucking message people back. You think, like, I'm going to go back and change a graphic? I'm so fucking lazy. My pillow guy was doing a hit. On some news station, it was probably OEN, Newsmax, one of those. One of those that will still have him. And he got trolled. And since this is the Troll Patrol, we, we got we to gotta play the troll, right? Uh, let's see what happens. Oh, when I said a live hit, not not like a, like a hit a like a hit a crack or a, a something like that. That a, a lot, what they call it when like you you do a, a spot on a like a live news show. Love you, man. You were true patriots. No, oh, I'm sorry about that. that keep fighting, man. Keep fighting. Don't don't let the libtards call your names. Don't let them call you an He's got shorts on. pillow pusher. Don't let them call you a, a marginally uh, brain-addled, uh, corrupt goofball. <laughs> well, you're doing great. Don't let them call your names, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be strong. Don't let them push you around or call Well, it looks like he's, like, out by the pool and shit, and he's getting ready to go take a swim right after he's done with this. Names like a completely clueless crazy old man who believes everything he reads on the internet. Don't let them call you names. Stay strong. You're doing great. Love you, man. Uh, what? Well, he was trying to cancel culture those people. Why would he try to curb their free speech? Love you, man. You were true patriot. No, oh, I'm sorry about that. that. Keep fighting, man. Keep fighting. Don't don't let the libtards call your names. Don't let them call Oh, my God. He does kind of look like Paul Bearer. Don't let them call you a... I'm sorry, Percy Pringle. That's an insult to you. Rest in peace, motherfucker. Goofball. 
But you're doing great. Don't let them call you names, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be strong. Don't let them push you around or call you. Oh, Undertaker. Crazy old man who believes everything he reads on the internet. Don't let them call you names. Stay strong. You're doing great. Love you, man. Oh, shit. That was awesome. Man, it keeps wanting to play that fight in the in the airplane. We watched that one of the one day last week. All right, let's get to the cop in San Diego. I've been dying to watch this video. Content warning: drug usage. Cop having convulsions. Whatever the fuck happens. All right, so sheriff's body camera video of a deputy apparently passing out after a. Superior cautioned him that the drugs he had seized were super dangerous, went viral with national news coverage Friday, but not before some experts expressed doubts about the scenario. So, let's see the video, shall we? Posted to Vimeo! Oh my, they they uploaded it to their Vimeo! The San Diego County Sheriff's Department did. I'm San Diego County Sheriff Bill Gore. What you're about Oh my god, they produced this! 100%! What the fuck? See is traumatic body-worn camera footage involving one of our deputies who was exposed to fentanyl during his patrol shift. Now, I've told the story before that one time I'd never fucking heard of fentanyl. Fucking... 2006, 2007. My dad wakes me up, tells me he wants to... to this is a common, this is a common theme. Whenever I'm at my parents' house, my, my dad will wake me up at 8 o'clock in the morning and take me out and do hard drugs with me. On this particular instance, because I told a story where he took me out and we did coke on Thanksgiving last week. No, no, this is a different instance. Went, we went to like a fucking boot store in like a, two or three counties over. And he had this patch. Apparently, like you're supposed to put it like on your back and shit for back pain. But it was like a time-release fentanyl patch. And the motherfucker cuts it open and just, like, globs this gigantic, like, gel blob on my finger. I have never in my life been that high before. It was insane. But once again, like, I just did a gigantic blob of it and put it in my mouth and, like, nothing happened to me. This dude apparently just looked at it wrong and seized out. Yeah, uh-huh. You died. I'm not going to be dying. It's okay. Just focus on your breathing, okay? Focus oh, they put fucking music under it and everything. Oh, this is disgusting. I'm Corporal Scott Crane from the San Diego County So we don't even get to see the raw body camera footage? Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck you, cops. Fuck you little dick-having motherfuckers. It was our first radio call of the day. And this was uh, Deputy Five Eyes' radio call. He found a white substance that he suspected was drugs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's a powder. Um, it could be cocaine or fentanyl. It tested positive yeah. for fentanyl. That stuff's no joke. It is super dangerous. I was like, hey, dude. I mean, you're you're right. I did have a tolerance for pain medication at the time. He took some steps back and he collapsed. I ran over to him and I. Grabbed him and he was Odin. And I went to my trunk, I grabbed the Narcan, came down to him, grabbed him, and I, I did one nasal spray in one nostril, opened the other one, another nasal spray in the other one. 
I remember just not feeling right, and then I fall back. And uh, I just, I, I don't remember anything after that. Just breathe, buddy. Just trying to get him to focus on, on just breathing. I, I, the whole production value with this is crazy, so let's watch him fall again. It takes a positive for That stuff's no joke, dude. It's super dangerous. I was like, hey, dude, too close. You can't get that close to it. A couple seconds later, he took some steps back, and he collapsed. <laughs> I ran over to him, and I... It does look like a stage fall. He was Odin. And I went to my trunk, grabbed the Narcan, came down to him, grabbed him, and I, I did one nasal spray in one nostril. Opened exactly. He didn't hit his head. And the other one. I remember just not feeling right, and then I fall back. And uh, I just, I, I don't remember anything after that. Yep, 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 yep. They'd be wearing gloves. Focus on just Fuck, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Why didn't you have your mask on, motherfuckers? You can't breathe. It was in an instant. It's as though, you, like, my lungs just locked up. I, 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 I couldn't breathe. I was trying to gasp for breath, but I, I, I couldn't breathe at all. Bye-bye, you okay? Talk to me. Oh, no, no. Don't be sorry. You're okay. Don't be sorry. There's nothing to be sorry about. Oh, and he's even crying. Oh, my God. That was my, when I first heard the story. I I thought he was on drugs. Not that was that was my assumption. I'm just I wanted him to know he wasn't alone. It's an invisible killer. He would have died in that parking lot if he was. My alone. my first thought was like he was doing drugs outside of, of whatever this was. His eyes rolled back in his head and he started to OD again. And he if he actually OD'd the whole way to the hospital. I don't think people realize the severity. Well, did, did, we're, we're going to listen to the experts talk about like what you would actually Deputy David and find when someone had a reaction to fentanyl, and it's not this. One of the greatest threats we currently face is a synthetic opioid. Is old, crusty, white motherfuckers like you just coming out here with your misinformation and your bullshit. That's one of the greatest threats we face. I like your glasses, sir. Those are, those are nice. And the county jails are not immune either to the dangers of this drug. Every week, sheriff's deputies intercept fentanyl entering... Yeah, like his... his if, 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 if it was actually happening, his eyes would roll back in the back of his head. ...nurses are saving dozens of lives every month by administering naloxone, a medicine used to rapidly reverse the effects of the over... Well, I mean, if... Fentanyl deaths in California have increased almost 46% in just... Well, this is a, PA, a PSA for, like... Small grains of people carrying Narcon, so like or Narcan or whatever the fuck it's called. So like, that's a good thing. Drug is killing our communities. Please take the time to share this video. It might save the life of your son, daughter, friend, or a loved one. All right. So let's see what the experts have to say. Yeah, that's that's at least it's like for a good purpose, and it's not like, hey, just look at how fucking awesome us cops are how dangerous our job is, which, I mean, that was implied in it, as it is with all copaganda, but at least there was a good point to the end of it. San Diego County Sheriff's Department released body camera video of the July 3rd incident Thursday, more than a month after the seizure of what deputies said was confirmed to be synthetic opioid fentanyl, a drug that has been def- uh, that has defied border barriers and boosted annual overdose deaths by 200%. 
While the Sheriff's Department stands by the video as an archive of what one of the world's deadliest street drugs can do, just by being in its presence, some experts see it as improbable, if not impossible. They point to research that has yet to validate law enforcement claims that just being near the drug or touching it can lead to overdoses. That's what I'm saying. Like, I fucking had a gigantic fucking blob of the It was like a 100 milligram patch. I probably had 10 milligrams of the shit on my finger. What? Even, even me with tolerance. If it was as deadly as they say it is. It would have it wouldn't have made me fucking high and enjoy myself. We have a lot of scientific evidence and a good knowledge of chemical laws and the way that these drugs work that say this is impossible. Says Ryan Moreno, medical director for toxicology and addiction at University Hospitals in Cleveland. You can't just touch fentanyl and overdose. It doesn't just get into the air and make people overdose. Academics at University of California, San Diego, and North Carolina's nonprofit RTI published a paper in June in the peer-reviewed International Journal of Drug Policy that concluded there are no confirmed touch-based cases of first responder fentanyl overdoses, even when uh, naloxone has been used to revive them. Absolutely. This is an NBC News article. Uh, the title of it is Viral Video on San Diego Deputies Fentanyl Exposure Raises Questions. Citing similar conclusions on skin contact from the American College of Medical Toxicology and the American Academy of Clinical Toxicology, the International Journal of Drug Policy paper also suggested that panic attacks were at work and that hyperbolic information about fentanyl didn't help. I didn't ingest a patch. My dad cut it open and like squirted the the gel out of the patch. Regarding airborne fentanyl, researchers have said it would take a lot of it and a long time in its presence to cause an overdose. So remember, I say it over and over and over again on this show. Cops lie. Up to lie when they don't have a reason to lie. So I can't imagine what they do when they have a reason to cover their ass. I've seen it over and over and over again. It's not anecdotal evidence. For those of you who may not be aware, now my chat's fucking smart. Unlike you enjoy myself. Anecdote is when you use one or two examples. Not when I give you a gigantic list of examples. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to be clear about everything, but like, it was like a hundred milligram patch. It was, it was meant to be worn for like a week at a time. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Wow. I didn't know about that. I'm going to have to look into that story. Shit. Maybe it was a 72 hour, something like that.
a week, 72. It was, it was something like that. All right, let's go to space for a little bit before we pet some kitties. Oh, you might not want to pet this kitty. This kitty is a uh, a thief. Yeah, fuck those crush-proof pills. Who wants to do fucking drugs if you can't, like, you know, get high off of them? I don't want your time-released bullshit. I don't do pills anymore, guys. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to turn it down if you gave me one. But I'm not going to go out and buy any. Spacecraft emergency on International Space Station worse than previously thought. A Russian a Russian research module inadvertently fired its propulsion thrusters while docked to the International Space Station, causing the orbiting laboratory to backflip. Oh, oh, what? Woo! While NASA initially said the ISS moved out of altitude by 45 degrees, new reports say the actual figure was closer to 540 degrees. The ISS performed a black uh, a backflip at the rate of 0.56 degrees per second, low enough that astronauts reported no noticeable change in conditions. Oh my god! So it was flipping around, they didn't even fucking notice it. I can see that. I can see it be gross to keep the same one on for maybe it was a 72-hour patch. I remember it was 100 milligrams. On Thursday, all seemed to be going well when a Russian research module named Nuka docked on the underside of the more than 900,000-pound orbiting space station. Hours later, however, the module inadvertently fired its propulsion thrusters while docked, pulling down the rear of the ISS and causing it to roll backwards, prompting NASA officials to declare a spacecraft emergency. NASA at the time said the incident caused the ISS to move out of altitude by 45 degrees and reassured the public none of the seven astronauts aboard were in any immediate danger. Nuka's thrusters eventually stopped firing and crews regained control of the ISS using thrusters around the space station after a little more than 45 minutes. Russian space agency Roscosmos said a software glitch resulted in the firing of the module's engines. Yeah, yeah, this was in 2004, and uh, this is when they were, like, prescribing my dad everything in the fucking world. This was, like, the height of the opioid epidemic. And my... My dad had been a blaster his entire life, and he had a fucking bad back, bad knees, bad everything. And doctors were being incentivized. Like, I've seen the opioid crisis firsthand. My dad probably died of it. I mean, he OD'd earlier this year, but... When they were giving him, like, 130 Laura tabs every month, and giving him those patches and everything in the the world... I'm pretty sure it was 100 milligrams. Like, he would go to the doctor and he had, he would get fucking 130 Loratabs, 60 Xanaxes. Every fuck, I know, I know it's a fuckload. load. 
And I mean, they were giving him fucking War Tab 10s, 130 of them a month. I, th- I think that was one of the reasons why they gave him the patches. They wanted to, like, get him off of, like, doing all the pills all the time. Is that... Maybe I am. I was like, Laura tabs are milligrams, right? Okay, cool. I don't know. I just did the drugs. <laughs> Thank you guys for correcting me. I'm glad I've got a bunch of heads in the chat that can clear this up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think we've all seen it firsthand, haven't we? Like it is it is touched every part of this country at this point in time. If you don't have somebody in your family or in your close circle that um was affected by it, consider yourself lucky. We're on YouTube, Facebook, the fucking Nazi D-Live, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh my god, like, you guys know I love putting my shit on right-wing channels, right? I, I get so much hate on BitChute. I love it. I eat it up. Alright, let's, uh... Get a palate cleanser here. Let's watch this cat. Apparently this cat likes to steal shit. We've got a klepto cat in here. But one day, things started appearing in front of my door. <laughs> Cat's going around to the neighbors. Pulled the I pulled the audio down because it's it's one of those dodo fucking videos. It's probably copyrighted. Apparently she didn't know Cat was going out and stealing shit. I bet she taught it. I bet she taught him to. Oh, he kind of looks like Maynard. Where are you at, Maynard? Come say hi. A cat burglar! Literally! Is a very cute kitty. Stole somebody's lighter. It's a lighter thief, too. Oh my god. Why are you letting If it's an indoor cat, why are you letting it out so it can steal things? <laughs> Look how fat it is, too. Oh my god. Oh, your worry is you're going to get caught by your neighbors that your cat's stealing shit? Now, if a cat was stealing shit from me, I would I would be stoked. I'm like, that's the coolest cat. It can steal shit from me all day long.
Alright guys, if you are watching on Twitch, and uh, dump you over on Egoplex, the Media Winch, Producer Dave are holding down the fort. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live!